I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Friday, October 14th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals, some bad news for all the Disney fans out there. Experiencing the joy of Disney just got more expensive again, with new prices for theme park tickets totaling as high as $250 Canadian on busy days, and for Genie Plus, the line-cutting add-on. Now, to put this in perspective, that's the same price as a platinum season pass at Canada's Wonderland, and it's $25 more than a season pass at La Lande in Quebec. So maybe the answer, if you're looking for those thrills, is to stay closer to home. Peak Pals, we've got three great stories for you today. For our first story, inflation, core inflation in the U.S. hit a four-month high. For our second story, Canadians are paying more for a bunch of things. And for our last story, TikTok is expanding their reach. For our first story, U.S. core inflation hit a four-decade high last month, which, to be clear, is the opposite of what Jerome Powell and friends need to prove that their plan to cool the economy and achieve a quote-unquote soft landing is actually working. Now, here's what's driving the news. The core measure of the Consumer Price Index, which excludes volatile energy and food prices, surged by 6.6% year-over-year last month. Now, that's up from 6.3% in August, and there's a lot of numbers here. But on the whole, the year-over-year rate of inflation is now 8.2%. That's down from 8.3% in August, but higher than what over 50 economists surveyed by Bloomberg predicted. Investors and policymakers, they tend to follow core inflation measures more closely than the high-level numbers to measure the true impact of rising interest rates. And let's take a step back and look at why this is happening. So a strong labor market, rising wages, and growing corporate profits in the U.S. have led to a lot of money floating around in the economy. Some might say too much money. Mark Hamrick, a senior economist at Bankrate, told CNBC that higher-than-expected inflation numbers are a tremendously unwelcome negative surprise. We hate those negative surprises. And this matters because stubbornly high inflation means the Fed will likely deliver a fourth 0.75 0.75 percentage point rate hike. And when it comes to monetary policy, peak pals will know that Canada tends to follow closely behind. Now, central banks are already struggling to keep up with the U.S.'s aggressive approach and protect their own currencies against a rising U.S. dollar, which is hurting global markets and, according to a growing number of analysts, risks a worldwide recession, which is the last thing that we want to see here at the peak. For a second story, Canada is famous for many things, poutine, hockey, ketchup chips, and unfortunately, high, high prices. According to the National Post, Canadians are paying a serious premium for products including mobile plans, grocery hauls, and some basic services. Peak Pals, let's unpack how much we're overpaying for things. And we're going to start with everyone's favorite. That's mobile plans. We all complain about them. Prices in Canadian wireless markets continue to be the highest or among the highest in the world, according to telecom analyst Rewheel. Now, here's why you're paying so much for your cell phone bills. So there's three companies control more than 90% of the market, and federal regulations make it difficult for new competitors to enter the sector. Now, going down this miserable list, next is airfare. The average international airfare from Canada this year is $960. That's up 15% compared with 2019, according to the data collected by Hopper. And here's the problem. WestJet or Air Canada, they control most of the air travel in the country. There's no direct foreign competition, and Canadian airports are among the world's most expensive. Last, but of course not least, it's housing, obviously. We couldn't get through this list without talking about housing, Peak Pals. Canada is tied with Portugal and the Netherlands for the worst housing price-to-income ratio in the developed world, according to recent OEC data. 
And we talk about this all the time on the Peak Daily, but Canada has a chronic housing shortage after years of cheap mortgages, pumped up demand, and red tape made it difficult to build new housing. The bottom line is this. Canada is hardly the most expensive country. Anybody who's been to Iceland knows that firsthand. But in a few key sectors, a combination of dysfunctional regulations and limited competition has struck us with prices well above the global average. For our third story, it's already put a dent in Meta's advertising business, and now TikTok is preparing to take on a bunch of other Western tech giants and push into music streaming and e-commerce. Here's what's driving the news. TikTok parent ByteDance is laying the foundation to compete with both Spotify and Amazon, according to a pair of reports this week. Now, we'll start with music. ByteDance is in talks with music labels to secure access to their catalogs, according to the Wall Street Journal. This is the first step in launching a global streaming service capable of competing with Spotify. And on the e-commerce front, TikTok plans to open, believe it or not, its own product fulfillment centers in the U.S., according to job listings posted on its website, with the goal of eventually creating an international e-commerce fulfillment system that would support merchants selling through the app. And here's why this all matters. The rapid growth of TikTok's advertising business has forced established tech players like Meta and YouTube to play catch-up, rolling out Instagram Reels and YouTube Shorts, respectively. Now there's reason for Spotify and Amazon to worry as well. TikTok is already one of the most influential drivers of music trends. Many heads now become popular only after going viral on TikTok. And the app is also becoming a powerful discovery tool for new products. Its Chinese version, Douyin, has come to dominate live shopping, where creators sell products through the app while live streaming in that country. But ByteDance has struggled to break into either of these spaces outside of China so far. And they have a long way to go to catch up to Amazon and Spotify. Music labels have reportedly balked at partnering with ByteDance over disagreements around licensing fees, and the company's early forays into live shopping outside of China have so far been a bust. Now, to zoom out, Western social media apps have traditionally focused on their core features, but the biggest Chinese apps like WeChat combine a range of functions from messaging to payments to e-commerce. And if ByteDance gets its way, TikTok could be the first quote-unquote everything app to make it in Western markets. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dill Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Have a great weekend, Peak Pals. Peak Pals.